What's up, everybody? Dirty Harris here on a Monday morning, the week of Thanksgiving. Wanted to talk about a few things I'm working on right now. I started a 86-hour day, not day, 86-hour fast. Um, been fasting for the last couple months, you know, eating later in the day until, you know, like, you know, start around 2 and then eat up till about 8, 9 o'clock at night. And... Um, and then you know, repeat that where I won't eat all day until about two o'clock. Um, it's not a perfect fast. I haven't been real anal about it, but I know people are doing it, and I noticed that uh, my energy levels get fucked up if I eat early in the morning. So I try not to eat until later in the day. But I got inspired um, to do this 86-hour fast after uh, I watched Dana's. Uh, Dana White was talking about it and um, did some research on it, and kind of cool. Um, there's a lot of benefits from the from the fast that I'm told um, that happen. You know, there's a couple things that your body will basically start eating uh, the old cells in the body after it burn. You know, eats off all the glucose. I think it was it eats the glucose first, and um, and then it will uh, restore um, some stem cells after I think after 50 hours maybe there's you know certain time frames I mean you read all the shit it's just like they give you like at 30 hours this starts happening so like growth hormone uh, your testosterone um, all the things that you want to you know help keep your body strong um, get activated and I'm not really sure why this all works but I guess it's been a practice for centuries people used to do it all the time supposed to help kick in your immune system make your immune system stronger um but most importantly it eats off some of the old cells and then what they're saying with this 86 hours is just 70 percent increase in your chances of not getting cancer which are that's ridiculous so uh, that alone why wouldn't you try it because really uh it's not that it's not that big of a deal and it also helps you uh identify your relationship with food and I'm using some of these words that I've read already so that's why it sounds like I'm I'm not really being as authentic as possible I'm trying to remember some of the stuff I've read uh, to hit some of the points of why I'm doing it um, so your relationship with food what does that mean so like you know you get up in the morning and you, you know sometimes you just you eat and just whatever's there and it takes you a while to get to a point where you're like oh I, I, this isn't good for my body this is good for my body this 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 kills my energy levels this seems to balance me this seems to increase my energy levels and you know and when you eat and the timing of eating how much you eat um you know big thing for me was i used to eat like my whole plate and just devour it and i would eat really fast and then i would feel bloated for the last year i haven't really felt bloated at all uh, just because i'm eating at the right times so, you know, if you eat three meals a day that's a lot of fucking food man you don't need that much food um I mean, it's fun to eat all that food. Don't get me wrong. I like to eat. Uh, but um, I like knowing that um, if I'm disciplined when when I eat my food, I, it means I can eat whatever I want. You just can't eat whenever you want it, you know. Maybe some people would argue that. But I, I would, for me, it works. Um, like last week, I was out. I didn't eat until late. I had a chicken sandwich. And then I met up. This was on Friday. And I met up. And I went to the Irish pub. And I got banana bread pudding and it was fucking delicious and I didn't eat the whole thing it was a huge bowl of it but 
dude, that's, I don't know how many calories, how much sugar is in that shit. There's probably a ton, but it doesn't matter for me. Um, because I'm, I'm not eating that shit all day long. You know, I pretty much stay away from sugar all day. I'm not putting sugar or, uh, any additives to my coffee. been drinking it with just cream. Um, so I guess that could be considered something. I mean, that's what I drink it with cream and no, no, no added sugars. I used to put Stevie in it for a while. Not doing that no more. Um, two things why I don't do that is because if you make it well and I, I'm lying now I'm lying okay so I put honey in it a couple times last week so there's that I've been adding some honey in there so yeah I caught myself lying I, I actually sometimes you just believe your own bullshit sometimes isn't that funny you just believe your own lies but for the most part I'm not eating sugar and and gran you know granulated sugar right the white sugar I'm not eating that so I mean honey you know I don't know if I'm sure it's it's pretty high up there as far as uh, like being glycemic. I guess that's the word. Um, but I enjoy honey in my coffee. So there, so suck it. Um, so not too much sugar, except for maybe in my coffee, and that's with honey. Does that make any sense? I'm just talking in circles. Um, but we all do that, right? We all talk in circles. Yeah, I hear people tell me shit. And then I hear them tell someone else, and the story changes a little bit when they tell somebody else. I heard this a couple times last week, and I was like, hmm, well, whatever. I, I don't fucking care, you know? Um, and, and that brings back to my point. Like, if you think what they're fucking telling you on the fucking TV or the news, you think they're telling you the truth, they are fucking lying to you. Because think about it. You lie to yourself. Well, you, well, you deceive yourself into thinking one thing because you want to believe this but then you realize well you tricked myself into doing this like I was saying oh I don't put sugar in my coffee and I'm like oh wait a minute all last week I put honey in there completely forgot about it because I was telling myself not to put sugar in my coffee anymore anyway there's a lot of talk about sugar so I'm on this fast Um, yesterday I had two cups of coffee I ate some mushrooms in the morning about 0.4 gram so I'm like uh, what do they call uh, microdosing them and then I listened to music all day I went to OTT I listened to three or four hours of music at the OTT then I went right next door to the back door and then there was a girl band playing over there and sat there for another hour and then about eight o'clock I went over to the uh, Wasted Grain where my friend Jake was playing his 25th hundred show jake's been a local magician here in arizona and 2500 shows man that's a lot of shows and jake's younger than me but not much uh he's in his 40s still but that's a lot of shows he had a killer band with him um sounded pretty good uh and then he had some guests that he's built relationship with over the years that have been playing probably just as long or longer than he has walt richardson was there sean johnson was there my good friend Chad Bailey uh, was there, and um, it was fun. We, I stayed for two hours, and then they took a break, and then I was done after that. Um, my ears were toast. I came home, my ears were ringing. I was listening to music all day long. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's all I had to eat, and I did think about eating cheeseburgers at one point, and I thought, man, cheeseburger sounds good. Cheeseburger sounds good right now. Um, then I went to bed. I deliberately didn't look at my phone before I went to bed because sometimes I'll lay in bed for an hour and scroll like an idiot and uh and uh went to bed and got up and 
Um, I got some electrolytes to add to my water. I've been drinking that. I bought some bone broth. So I'll have some of that later on today. But I don't feel hungry at the moment. Um, and um, the other thing that's supposed to help with this is infl- inflammation. Because my hands are pretty jacked up from doing jiu-jitsu and playing guitar all the time. My neck's fucked up from doing jiu-jitsu. I talk about that shit all the time. And I'm older, so I wasn't like, you know, uh, it's going to get any better. But if anything can help, why not do it? And, you know, I was watching... Uh, I went to the movies the other day to see a Nicolas Cage movie. And basically, he was hunting um, buffalo. And some young kid came in and wanted to go hunt buffalo with him. Well, they had to go out to, like, Indian country to get these buffalo. And turned out they kind of went crazy. It was kind of like a Moby Dick kind of thing where he was, like, obsessed with killing the buffalo. And But the point of the story was the young kid was out there and got really thirsty. And these other cowboys have been in and out of, you know, driving across land with the horses and, and without water for days. And the guy said to the kid, he goes, you look like you've never been thirsty a day in your life. And then kind of trotted off on the horse. And I thought to myself, it was kind of profound. It's probably the best part of the movie for me because um, it made me think um, I'd never gone out, never been hungry or thirsty now, I've claimed to be thirsty and hungry, but I've never been really fucking thirsty or really hungry. And it made me grateful for um, just having food and having my mom that made dinner every night um, and you know having a, a drawer full of snacks and just an endless amounts of food. And also thankful that I'm not, you know, ginormous like some of these people man they, they, I mean can you imagine like if your family if you grew up in a family that's just eating fast food you're, you're fucked you're fucked you're gonna be a fat piece of shit most of your life and you're and you're gonna and you're gonna actually think that it's not the food that you're eating and it totally is There's, the only reason we get fat is because of the food that you eat or how much food you're eating and then your body processes it you know some people can eat a lot of shit and stay skinny I mean that's true uh, but there, those people are, are few and far between, and and most of those people, and there's some athletes that can eat whatever they want. But at some point, you you know, it, that, your body starts working like that. The furnace doesn't eat all that shit as quick as it does. So I'm on this 86 hour fast. Um, 30 about 36 hours into it. Yeah, it's 12 o'clock now. I started it uh, a day and a half ago, and uh, I guess it will go. I'm probably go till Wednesday. Um, probably stop it 12 o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday, and then um, you know introduce myself to some light foods, and then uh, you know just just try to get better at it. I Maybe mean, I'll lose a couple pounds. Um, you know, it's but it's supposed to stimulate, like I said, stem cells, uh, growth hormone, testosterone. It's supposed to eat some of the bad cells, increase your uh, decrease your chance of getting cancer. Um, this is what you know stuff I'm reading. I don't know if any of it's true, um, but there's a lot of people doing fasts, and you know, give it a shot. You know, you get 24 hours, you can do. Anybody can do that. I mean, that's fucking easy. And especially if you start 
Like, if unless you eat three meals a day, and that that might be would fuck you up. So I would back it off to maybe where you start maybe just eating two meals a day, especially if you get up and eat breakfast or eat a meal in the, or something in the morning. Everyone, maybe just not eat until noon, and then back that up to like two, and then maybe four or five, and then you know, and then eat a meal at six, eight o'clock, and then do it one day where you just go to bed early, like eight, nine o'clock, and then you wake up in the morning, and then you got you know you're you're, you're 24 hours in. It's not that big of a deal. If you sleep eight hours a day, you're really only not eating. Uh, for 16 hours, and that's nothing. You get to be busy one day and knock that out. Um, but, you know, people make a big deal out of stuff. You know, they talk about it too much. You know, I, I just decided to do it. I didn't talk about it to anybody. I was like, I've decided to do it, and now I've let a few people that I'm close to that are, you know, maybe have a similar mindset. See, I got to do jiu-jitsu with some of my guitar player friends that are, you know, into health and fitness. Um, so there you go, man. I did an NAD+. Plus, um uh, infusion last week um, was a piece of cake and didn't notice anything um, significantly that made me go, oh, this is great. You know, I had a good roll the next day in jiu-jitsu. Um, it lasted there's two days, but I didn't notice anything significant. Um, maybe energy level a little higher. But, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you just got to just got to rock. You just got to rock what you got, man. You know? You know, if you're fat and ugly, then rock that shit. If you're, you know, athletic and slim and good looking, rock that shit, you know? Uh, but the most important part is just be nice, you know? Be, be nice to the people, you know? And, and I say that because I'm nice to people uh, until they're not nice to me. And then I'm a dick. Uh, but I'm working on that too. Now, there was a, a post that I put the other day. And as much as I bitch about Instagram and all that stuff, I, I, there is some information out there that I think is definitely relative. Someone posted that loving people is, is the greatest art form. And I thought, man, what a, what a truth that is. Because anything that you're good at... Um, Well, let me think about that. You know, because when I think about being an artist, you know, a guitar player, a songwriter, or someone who creates things, writes, you know, draws pictures, makes pictures, um, you know, designs things, you know, it's, it's I think a lot of that's kind of God. It starts with a little bit of God-given talent. Like, you're kind of born with that. Like, some people who can sing, I mean, they didn't do anything special. They just have a voice where they're able to tune into uh, the sound and the vibration of their voice that makes a certain sound. You know, it's just they can do it. And other people can't. But you can learn how to do that stuff. So I guess you can learn how to love people if you're not born with that natural quality. There's some people who, who, who really are just loving. They always see the that side of people, you know. Um, and they're putting love into the world all the time. And um, But if we all if we all exercise that a little bit more, uh, maybe, you know, that would be an art form that we could all learn and, um, you know, benefit. But, man, I say that, but, you know, there's there's moments, there's times, and I have friends who think just like me, too. Like, we'll go, well, I don't know, to an airport or, you know, we're waiting or, you know, you're like, at, you just look around at people and they just disgust you, you know. You see their, their you know, their 
especially people who just, I feel like, do, who just don't take care of themselves. I guess that's super judgy, huh? But, like, I don't know, like, if... You know, you have to be, like, a fitness model, but we shouldn't be glorifying, you know, obesity. Because I, I, I think it's just unhealthy. And in this country... I say this country. I haven't really been to any other countries except Mexico. Um, but there's a lot of people that are just... They're just too... They're just fat, you know? And... And how does that happen? Like, it's only... Uh, may I would say probably within the last hundred years, maybe less than that. Um, you know, there's there's videos out there like people in gym class in high school from maybe the 50s and 60s, and they're all lean. All of them, they're all lean. Um, and now you got like these real extreme people who are just super fat. I don't know how, like there's there's. 15, 16-year-old kids here just did... I mean, I don't know what the fuck happened to them. Um, and, you know, and I'm 51 years old. I see guys that are... You know, I think they're my age and they're 20 years younger than me. And they're fat and out of shape. I'm like, how the fuck? Wasn't that important to you? Or maybe it's not. Maybe, it's, maybe I'm vain. I don't know. I mean... You just... I didn't want to be... Sh- you know, shamed or be fat, or I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to look like that. I, to me, I just was like instinctive. Like I didn't really want to be that way. But I was an athlete, so maybe that's why. You know, but there's some big dudes that are out there that are big guys or, or girls that are really good athletes. So I guess you know, um, to each his own. I mean, like you know, there's there's some big Hawaiian guys that I know that are really big dudes, and um, I guess you would say they're obese but I don't know you know maybe it's maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about um, I guess you just need to figure it out for yourself whatever works for you but when you look around you see people like you know just eating shit you know in the middle of the day and you're like fuck you know you couldn't eat an apple you gotta eat a fucking fucking crunch bar you know uh, don't get me wrong I like a good crunch bar you know? a fucking Milky Way every now and then but, you know, it's like fucking Diet Coke and a fucking Milky Way. It's like, come on, dude. I mean, look at the sugars probably in it. It's probably, I don't even know what it is. Probably 80 grams of sugar in the soda alone. And then probably another 80 grams. is like 160 grams of sugar. And, you know, plus all the other shit in there. Who knows, man? I don't know. What's my point? My point is, I don't know. Try to take better care of yourself. Just try. I mean, why not? Um, what else? What else can I bitch about? We'll talk about. Oh, I'm doing these country gigs. I got uh, a couple, couple country gigs, and I, I sent a message out this morning. Uh, I said, "Hey, man, when are we booking some more shows?" You know, they're like, "Hey, man, they think you're a great musician, but we really want you to dial it back to where you're doing just mostly country, only 10% now of uh rock." And I was thinking, damn, I thought I did a lot of country. But I did, like, a Foo Fighter song. I did some Tom Petty. But Tom Petty's got his slide. I mean, as far as songs concerned, like, if you go to country bars in Nashville, they're always playing the Eagles, which I know people love the Eagles. I'm not a huge Eagles fan. I like some of their songs. But I'm never going to turn the Eagles on because I want to listen to the Eagles. There's never, there's not an Eagles song out there that I love, even though, 
I don't mind listening to them. It's the same with the Beatles. I mean, well, maybe there's a Beatles song. A couple Beatles songs that I like. And I like the Beatles, but I'm not like... I don't want to, like, dive into the Beatles. Um, or at least I haven't yet, you know? And I do a bunch of Beatles songs. Like, Day in the Life is a great song. Um, then there's the... I do this other song because people dance to it. Um, uh, Just 17, you know, whatever the real name of the song is. Um, and then Help Helps a good song. And there's a couple other ones too, I'm sure. Uh, but, like... Here's here's what I I dive in because I'm a guitar player. I guess you know I dive in the to like Van Halen. I dove in the Van Halen the last two weeks, and just been listening to maybe the B side songs, and they're so fucking good. You know I'm on fire, and I got inspired to listen to that from Phil X. He played it live in his bedroom uh, and videoed it, and I was like, wow man, that's so awesome. Uh, he needs to do more of those songs uh, because they're like little tutorials too. Um, um, on fire, great song, fucking great song. And um, but just listening to Eddie play rhythm parts now to me is more important than trying to do guitar solos because guitar solos just fucking forget about it. I'm not doing it. He plays so fast, I can't play that fast. Like, I guess maybe some people think I could play fast, but I can't. I really can't play that fast. I miss all the time. I miss when I'm playing slow too, but when I'm playing fast, I miss all the time. And I'm not really comfortable doing it. Like Eddie was this, it was so natural for him. He could just fly around and it was really spectacular and, and such a cool thing. Um, but his rhythm parts are amazing. Fucking amazing. The way he does uh, the mute, you know, the, the, the muting of strings and, and playing little licks, you know, it's just incredible. Uh, so yeah, that kind of stuff I can get into. Um, I was talking to my buddy Chad. We were talking about the same conversation today, and he was, you know, he was talking about Black Sabbath. He was just listening to Sabbath like over and over again for months, and pretty cool. Um, what song was he talking about? Into the Void. That's what it was. Into the Void was one of the Sabbath songs he's listening to. Um, cool tunes. Um, good stuff. Anyway, I got to get back to work here. I got some songs I'm working on. Um, Caribbean Queen I'm working on Billy Ocean uh, um, I got a list of other songs A couple Pink Floyd songs I'm trying to work on um, One's called uh, Blue, Goodbye Blue Sky um, I really suck at playing I got it down but I can't play it Like where it's good and sing it yet So I'm still, still working out the chops Um and uh, it takes a while. Some of the songs, getting the rhythm parts down or, you know, getting that feel down with the guitar player created. And then, you know, there was a different singer. So you're trying to learn what the melody was from the singer's point of view and also play the guitar part from the guitar player's point of view. You know, sometimes uh, it's hard to do that. And like Chris Cornell does that too. Like he, he was a really good guitar player. Uh, I was at... Uh, Old Town Tavern Thursday, last Thursday, listened to Chad play, and he, Chad does a cover of um, Seasons. It's a great fucking song. And it's tricky to play the guitar part and sing it. I kind of gave up on it because of that, and I, I probably need to revisit it. Because sometimes you can give up on something and then come back to it, and then for some reason your brain kind of has been, been working on that for you in the background so you know never uh, underestimate the, the 
the uh, the ability of you know practicing 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 and then taking breaks and then coming back to it because even though you're not physically doing it your brain is is still working those those rewirings in your head so it's good to keep com- coming back and visiting those things um, and that's just not the music that's with jiu-jitsu and uh, some of these other arts that I'm learning um, you know and even attitude your attitude alone my wife and I were talking my wife has a pretty good attitude in general um, um, and I think I adopted a lot of shitty attitudes that I lived when I lived in New Jersey just picking up shitty attitudes and being negative and, and thinking that was cool and using sarcasm as a form of like communication that was supposed to be funny but really you only attract other people who are sarcastic who think that shit's funny and it is funny but sometimes uh, being a dick is not funny and I guess there's you know sarcasm could be used in that way but also um anyway uh my point is this get to a good attitude if you practice being gratitude in all things that you do um you know, like playing music out. I never really had, I haven't had a bad gig yet. And I, I don't think I ever will. I've had a gig where I had a breakup, two fights. One was at the Hotel and Tavern. The other one was at the Scottsdale Plaza. I literally stopped the show and, and verbally broke up the fight. And another one I like was physically entangling up with this other guy. Um, but I wouldn't say it was a bad show. It just, it ended bad for a few of the other people there. And, and thank God it didn't end bad for me. Um, uh, but you know, it wasn't like, you know, like a bad day at work. I mean, I've worked jobs at this, I guess if I went back to work and had a good attitude about it, I don't know. I don't know if I could, I think my attitude is still pretty much the same. It's hard to go into a job every day and sit in the office and sit in the cubicle and stare at a screen and, and look around at everybody else and be like, Oh my God, this is, this is it. This is what I'm fucking doing. I talked about this before probably on the podcast and I often say that because I repeat myself but I uh, had a job at a company called Oakwood and Oakwood was basically corporate housing so like big executives when they travel to different parts of the country or different parts of the United States for that matter uh, they needed places to stay and we would find like hotels or houses for them to stay in and that was our big push but that job fucking sucked it sucked a gigantic cock it was awful and um, the environment was awful. Yeah, it was super quiet, very you know pretentious. And um, I remember drawing a picture, sitting in my cubicle of a noose. And I kind of drew a picture of my cubicle. Like I kind of, you know, I'm not very good at artists, but you can make out. I got, I made a picture of the the screen and my my keyboard, and then the pictures that were hanging up in there. And then I drew a noose kind of hanging down from it. Because I was like, dude, if I got to fucking do this anymore, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Like, fuck you and that fucking job. Awful. And I, that was a shitty attitude for sure. But I, uh, I had no choice but to work that gig at the time because I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know I could play music and make a living at it so thankful that I met Chad and um, he introduced that life to me I know there was other people doing it but uh, for some reason um, you know him coming in my life really changed uh, 
my attitude and my perception on how I was going to make a living. Um, but yeah, your attitude means everything. And then especially if you get, if you get an opportunity to do something you like to do, or even if you have a job that you enjoy doing, it doesn't have to do like your passion. I just haven't got lucky with that for now. But I mean, you can have it. I had other jobs that I liked. Uh, Insight was a great job when I worked there for four or five years. It was really good until I had a couple of dickhead managers that were micromanagers. And, you know, I used to have a, um, a gig where I worked eight hour days, right? So I go to work. I was one of the top reps at the company. I would go to the gym, I'd work out, and then I'd play basketball. So I'd be at the gym for two hours and then I would come back and work the rest of my day. And it was great. I didn't punch in or out, and no one broke my balls about it. And then I got a new manager. And they broke my balls about it. And it ruined my attitude. Like, if you're a salesperson, your job is to communicate and be available to your customers, right? So if I go to lunch at the same time my customers go to lunch, and I'm gone an extra hour, it's not going to ruin their day. It's not. It's not. I'm selling hard drives, cables, and computers. And if they wait to the last minute to order something, or if they needed something next day, somebody at their company fucked up, and they can't rely on me to bail them out. Now, a lot of times I was there to bail them out, but you know what I'm saying? My point is, if I'm out, if I'm out taking care of myself and I'm coming back to work and I'm available and I'm and I'm going to give you 100% when I'm available to work, then let me go take care of myself. You know, you want me to sit in this fucking office and eat at my desk? punch out for 30 minutes or for an hour so I can be available to answer the fucking phone you can suck a dick um, yeah and you ain't paying me that much you're paying me a little bit more maybe I cut it down to an hour but you're not paying me that much I'm whatever I'm selling is what I'm making you're paying me a bare minimum to answer your fucking phone you know um, so anyway that's a shitty attitude uh, in some aspects of it but for me my health was more important and that's what eventually led me out of that place. Like, got to a point where it was like, you know, you're mic, you know, God, they fucking micromanage you, man. Monitor your calls, monitor your behavior, monitor you when you punch in and out. You know, who you're talking to. If you, you know, if you go over to talk to someone at their desk, or, you know, and I get it, you're supposed to be working. I mean, don't get me wrong, I understand that, but come on, come on. Anyway. Um, that's all I got for you. Dirty Harris out. Later.